everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And welcome to another episode of In The Moment, the Chronicles of JC. I am your host, JC. And you're about to enter a world that most guys only dream about. But for me, it's just been the life I live. So let's get to it. This story takes place back in the early 2000s on a Friday night at some Hollywood nightclub that has since closed and reopened with a new name about three times now. So I won't even bother to tell you the name it was a few years ago. It was proven to be a fruitless night. Since I, after a couple hours, I still yielded no phone numbers and could barely even hold interest of any women for more than a few minutes. My wingman, frustrated after receiving so much rejection, had already gone home for the night. So I was alone, making a last-ditch effort before I gave up on this beautiful Romanian girl with green eyes, standing at the bar with two of her friends. This was the pre-yoga pants era, so they all had on really short, what I used to call fuck-me-hard dresses that I sometimes miss. Because unlike yoga pants, you get to see their legs in their entirety before it's too late and you're in the bedroom as they pill out of some yoga pants and reveal legs that look like they've been beaten with the ugly stick. I was moments away from closing on Daniela when her friends pulled her away and said they had to go to the bathroom. Together, of course. You need to disarm her friends or you'll never be able to close on your target, said a scrawny looking guy a few feet down from me at the bar. My target, I said. Yeah, the remaining girl you've been desperately lapping around for the last 10 minutes. I overheard her friends. They think you're a creep. So unless you have someone to disarm or distract the friends, you'll never be able to close on your target. He was right. Where's your wingman, he then asked. At home, probably jerking off the porn. Well, it just so happened my wingman is unavailable too. I usually don't work with untrained men like yourself, but if you want, if we work together, I can almost assure you we will both get laid tonight. Until now, I had never come across such a visually unappealing guy with so much confidence in himself. This whole time, he never once even looked over at me. This night couldn't get any worse, so I thought, what the hell? Okay, let's work together, I said. He finally looked over at me. He had the eyes of a hunter as he quickly looked me over. He stuck his hand out for me to shake. I'm Eric, but my friends call me Dynamite. Dynamite, I'm JC. So what's the plan? The plan was simple, really. If the girls returned and he gave it about a 50-50 chance, he would distract Daniela's two other friends and temporarily relocate them to another part of the club, giving me time to close on Daniela. How are you going to do that, I asked. Don't worry about that. It's too much to explain right now. He was starting to come off as a bit of a dick, but a confident dick nonetheless. I looked up and the girls were headed back our way. Introduce me as your old friend you just so happened to run into, he said. I did just that as soon as they returned. When I told him his nickname, all the girls' eyes just kind of lit up. One of Daniela's friends immediately asked him the reason behind the nickname. I would never know for sure if he was lying or not, but he basically said he used to be a bomb expert in the special forces of the army. He seemed a little too scrawny to me for special forces, but the girls believed him and seemed like they wanted to know more. But he quickly changed the subject and said he wanted to play a game. He asked one of the friends to think of a number from 1 to 10 and claimed he would be able to guess it. This really wasn't a distraction I was hoping for and thought he was going to mess up everything for the both of us. That is, until after asking a few personal questions like her age and where she grew up, he actually guessed the girl's number right. All of them, including myself, were surprised at what he just did. I was astonished when he guessed Daniela's other friend's number right also. He never asked Daniela to play the game and never even looked in her direction acknowledging her existence, which I think was attracting her more to him. He, he whispered something in both of their friends' ears and quickly walked away with them to another part of the club, leaving me and Daniela alone. She looked like she wanted to go with them, but 
then turned back to me and smiled like I was some consolation prize. Off that smile, I thought the universe would start to slow down for me, and I could think of the perfect words to say to win this girl over tonight. But Dynamite's performance left me speechless. So when I don't have the words, then pure action is my next course. She needed to feel special like her friends were feeling. A somewhat slow song started playing throughout the club. I took her hand and spent her around and pulled her into me so that her ass was pressed up against me. I wrapped my arms around her and slowly danced back and forth to the song. Then I started kissing her on the neck right below her ear. She closed her eyes and moaned. I whispered into her ear, Do you feel beautiful tonight? I took my hand and gently turned her head to the side and very carefully started kissing her on the lips. She slipped her tongue into my mouth as she turned back around to face me. As we started making out, I happened to look up from across the club and I could see Dynamite with the other girls talking and at the same time staring right back at us with this creepy ass smile I'll never forget. Time distortion is what Dynamite called it as we sat in a 24-hour Denny's not too far from the club we were just at, eating a Grand Slam breakfast while all three of the girls were in the bathroom. I imagine deciding on who was going to fuck who tonight. He explained it as a technique pickup artists use to make women feel like she's known them longer than what she really has. You can do this by taking a woman to several different places over the course of one night. Hence why we were at the Denny's and afterwards checked out a late night comedy show that one of his good friends did a 20 minute set in that I have to admit was pretty damn funny. <laughs> as we all headed back to my place with me driving and Danielle in the front passenger seat with Dynamite in the back seat sitting in between the other two girls as he made out with one while the other one, I didn't turn around to confirm but I didn't see her head for long periods of time and I know the sound all too well of a dick being sucked so I just turned the radio up and started driving faster to get home as quickly as I can. I didn't want any jizz on the back of my seats or my head for that matter, if he happened to be a long range shooter. Daniela couldn't help but to look back a few times and shake her head with a smile. I couldn't tell for sure if she thought less of them or wish she could trade places with them. Thankfully, we arrived back at my place without any discharges from dynamite in the car. At this time in my life, I was not as financially well off as I am now. So my place consisted of a two bedroom apartment with really thin walls in the San Fernando Valley which is about a half hour outside of LA. We all hung out in my living room for a while until it started getting a little bit uncomfortable even for me as each of the girls took turns making out with dynamite. It was like he placed some kind of horny sex spell on them back at the club when they first met because ever since then they both couldn't keep their hands off of him. I couldn't complain too much though because Danielle appeared to be getting horny the more she watched them as she in turn started making out with me suddenly. At one point I thought it could turn into a small orgy that is, until one of the girls asked me where the guest bedroom was. Then was in there for a few minutes before she called out to Dynamite to help her with something. After he disappeared into the bedroom for about five minutes, the other girl got impatient, I, I guess, and then went back into the bedroom. After about ten more minutes, Danielle and I decided they were probably not going to be back for a while and decided to retire back to my bedroom. The sex would have been amazing with Daniela if it wasn't for the oh. orgasm after oh. orgasm sounds coming from the other bedroom. I felt like she was somewhere else the whole time, and I think that somewhere else was the other bedroom. We finally finished up and I fell asleep still to the sounds of multiple orgasms. A few hours later I woke up for a moment and noticed Daniela wasn't in the bed and thought she already headed home and at least I didn't have to have that awkward breakfast you know, tomorrow morning with her. But then I heard her moans coming from the other bedroom. I couldn't believe it. Dynamite was having sex with all three of them. Believe it or not. 
I wasn't mad though. I was impressed. The next morning I awoke to Dynamite eating a big bowl of Raisin Bran in my living room in his underwear while watching Saturday morning cartoons. He looked far from a guy who had just seduced three women into having sex with him at the same time in a matter of hours. He told me the girls had already left about an hour ago by a cab. I poured myself a bowl of cereal and joined him. I asked him who his target was last night amongst the girls. He laughed and said, I think you already know. It was Daniela, wasn't it? I said. He looked over to me and just nodded. Everything you did from the moment I introduced you, the guessing games, ignoring her, the constant making out with the other girls in front of her, was all just to attract her even more to you. Are you mad? He responded. Maybe I would have been a little if I hadn't had the chance to have sex with her first, I said. Nice job on that, by the way. When we left you guys, I thought for sure you were going to blow it. She would come over to join her friends. But you managed to still keep the attraction going. Through action and not words, from what I could tell. You're what we call in a community a natural, he said. I like the sound of that. He explained it as a man that instinctively from a young age has known how to attract women for sex. And yeah, I guess I did sound like me. What community are you talking about, I asked him. The seduction community, he responded as he got up to pour himself another bowl of cereal. I guess all that fucking makes a man hungry. He then went on to tell me about the online forums where master pickup artists share their trade secrets amongst each other and how there were workshops I could take to become a master pickup artist for like $500 a class. But to me, it seemed that this community would be more beneficial for guys that weren't getting laid. After all, he said it himself. I was a natural. So he understood when I turned down his offer. Before he eventually left, he asked me for my email address so he could send me some online material I may find useful when I'm out in the field picking up women. I did receive a few emails with what they call field reports attached, where a pickup artist tells in detail about his latest date or interaction with a woman and what he learned from that encounter. I did find them to be very helpful, and while I was disappointed when I received his last email saying that the community was going to be going mainstream and he would be off working on a TV show about the community for several months. The TV show did become a success by all accounts, but I think going mainstream with TV shows, best-selling novels, and countless news stories and articles on the community is what eventually brought them to their demise. Because now their targets knew all of their techniques and tricks that they had been using for decades to get laid. Before I did this podcast, I looked for some of the popular websites and forums I went to back in the early 2000s, and they either don't exist anymore or are a shell of what they once were. So, now you know why I never claimed to be a pickup artist. Out of respect. Because what I witnessed that night with Dynamite and other times at clubs and bars is unbelievable for even a so-called natural like myself. Well, that concludes this episode of In The Moment, The Chronicles of JC. If you want to know when new shows are uploaded or any updates on the show, go to the show's Twitter handle at the JC Chronicles, And you can email me at thejcchronicles at gmail.com. And remember, always live in the moment.